0: hey guys welcome to my reality my name is Elle, and i'm here to talk to you guys about real housewives of beverly hills season 12 episode 4. all right before we get started i just wanted to talk about a couple things one i've been drinking some coffee a lot of coffee lately and when i say a lot i mean once a day and I just noticed that, well, I kind of noticed this before, but I was having these heart heart palpitations, but I was feeling very hyper constantly, even throughout the night. Um, Took me a while to go to bed. I feel like this happened after I stopped, started drinking coffee again after Lent. So for Lent, I decided to give up caffeine. So I didn't have any chocolate, nothing with caffeine in it. Couldn't have tea, couldn't have coffee it was the worst 40 odd days of my life. Okay. (laughs) It took a while to kick in. Actually, I think after 20 days, it started to get a little bit better, but it was not easy. And then once that, you know, Easter came, I was like, give me, give me the coffee. And I started drinking it. My body had to get used to it again. And that was difficult. It's starting to, you know, get used to it, but I don't know if I want to get used to it. I think I want to start drinking this thing called mud water. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. I am a kind of a big fan of it, but I haven't tried it yet. I just feel like based upon the ingredients and apparently it's more natural, even though coffee technically is natural. I don't know. It's kind of like a chai tea from India with all the other, some other ingredients that they use in order to give you that same energy, but not give you that anxiety feeling. Maybe that's what it is. So it's not I don't get heart palpitations, but I do get a bit of anxiety at times. And I have to, I feel like I can run a marathon. It's it's, it's super weird, but I mean, I'm getting a lot done though. So I don't want to not drink it where I'm feeling sluggish and I don't want to go anywhere or I just want to sleep. I don't want to be in that mode. So I don't want to go the extreme, but I also don't want to be on the other end where I'm like constantly running around. I have to, you know, do a little dance party in my kitchen in order to calm myself down. So anyway, if anyone's tried mud water, please let me know (laughs) if you have, that would be great. Okay. We're going to talk about the episode, but um, I'm only going to be talking about one drama filled real time situation that's going on that, uh, and we'll get into it, but because there's a lot to kind of impact with this episode. Um, I don't think it's gonna be that long, but when I talk about it, but let's just get into it. Oh, by the way, I don't know if anyone has noticed, I don't actually edit any of these. <laughs> so I don't edit any of these um, episodes for Real Housewives. The only thing I edit is the Sunday stories, but this i i don't i prefer not to edit because i just want to keep it as real as possible (laughs) speaking of real real housewives keeping this real my reality that word's going to be thrown around a lot uh i just i kind of want to keep it as authentic as possible because if i keep editing things then it's just a it's a lot of work i love podcasting i love it but i also don't enjoy the editing part of it. So if I can avoid editing at all costs, I would. So I choose to not do an unedited versions of my podcast for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. By the way, guys, I also might do the Real Housewives of Dubai. Apparently that's a good one. I'm going to probably binge watch it this this weekend or sometime this week. And because I think there's about... by two or three episodes out already. And then I'll give you guys my take on that because I'm kind of feeling the cast just by looking at them. I'm loving it. They all look glamorous. They look rich. That's the whole point, right? That's all that matters. You're glamorous, rich, beautiful. That's the whole point of the show. Anyway, I'm going to get to it because you're probably like, I don't care anymore. All right. Episode four. So the episode starts out with the next morning, continuing from Crystal's abrupt... Exit from Kyle's party. Now, if you remember from episode three, the ending of the episode, Crystal was talking about how triggered she was. She felt like she wasn't in a safe space. She was starting to cry. She says, you guys aren't listening to me. She was getting very upset. Eventually, she said, I got to leave because this is not a place for me to be right now. You're not listening. You guys don't care about my feelings, blah, 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 blah. So now it starts out the next morning. Crystal's back in her apartment. I'm sorry, in her hotel room. The girls that are staying with Kyle are Garcelle, Dorit, uh, Lisa Renna. Of course, Kyle's her place. And Erica Jane. So they're staying there. And Garcelle decides to call Crystal because she wants Crystal to come over and discuss what happened so they know that she's okay. I love how I'm noticing a pattern with Garcelle this season, which is let's talk about it when they're here. Let's talk about it when they're, which I understand you don't want things talking about people's behind people's back, but I'm starting to see maybe Garcelle could be stirring some pots, but we will. I don't want to, I don't want to prejudge yet. It's only been episode four. I think we got about like what? 10 episodes left, maybe eight episodes left. Who knows? So uh, I would, I want to see, how this is going to go and continue because Kyle would usually the Kyle usually is the one to do this and she still is doing that but I feel like ourselves dipping her toe in that in that realm of of pot stirring but I don't you know honestly I love a good pot stir so I it makes the story interesting and it's not as boring when you watch reality show without someone stirring the pot so anyway so she convinces crystal to come to the main house and talk about what happened during the dinner so they can get a better understanding of crystal's mindset and where she is and why she's upset um at the group and what they're not understanding about her feelings because it's all about feelings guys so just uh lilla erica (laughs) should get my words right. So Erica Jane discusses how she felt last year in La Quinta, which is Kyle's place is in La Quinta, and how she felt last year with her estranged husband's lawsuit. So last year, the group thought Erica was making the situation all about her and not mentioning the alleged victims that are pertaining to the lawsuit. Also, her stories weren't adding up. So she was going through a lot, but I think Sutton was the only one that was, which is why her and Sutton don't get along. If you haven't seen last season, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You need to just binge watch it. But in a nutshell, Sutton was the only one who was brave enough to stand up to her and say what everyone else was thinking. Everybody was kind of sugarcoating everything so they didn't get her upset because Erica Jane can snap and she did. She snapped at Sutton. She threatened her, which is why threat Sutton got a... Um, bodyguard. I think she said at one point, cause I mean, if you're threatened, I get it. You better hire somebody to, in case something might happen to you. But the whole season last year was felt as though everyone was thinking, well, you're thinking about yourself, even though you're not being sued at the time she wasn't. So at the time she wasn't being sued. And I think she allegedly her business is now involved because She Her business allegedly (laughs) may have taken the money that was for the victims or something of that sort. I still got to get this whole thing organized to understand. It's so much going on with this lawsuit. That's crazy. Anyway, so Garcelle mentions that the rest of the girls thought she didn't show compassion for the alleged victims. And Erica says, well, she hopes it isn't true. And Garcelle said, yeah, but you didn't say that. And Erica said, well, she couldn't. So Garcelle was confused. Everybody looked confused. Like, why could you not say that? Erica mentions that in a legal situation, every word counts and that we're not even sure. This is what she says. We're not even sure that there were people that were paid, quote unquote. So I didn't say it. She said it. (laughs) Okay, I don't need to get in trouble for this. I don't understand, Erica, because you say you can't mention that I hope it's not true, but then you can say, we're not even sure that there were people that were paid. I'm I'm so confused. So even Kyle, Lisa's face, they were all super like confused. Dorit, they're like, what are you saying, what, like you're telling me what? So it's kind of more confusing because she says she's not part of the lawsuit. At one point, I'm not being sued. Why am I being the victim? I'm not sued. But then you're also saying we as if she is being sued. So this is the part that's confusing. We're not even sure that there were people that were paid. Who's we? You're not even a part of this. And so this is where she might be slipping. Are you getting sued? Gosh. So Kyle reiterated what she said to make sure she said what she said (laughs) to simplified it by saying, so you're saying there could be a chance that They could be lying, quote unquote. And Erica said, there's a chance. So Garcelle said, no way. Erica said, yes way. I have no idea why Erica would put herself in this situation. I mean, girl, the less you say, honey, the less you say, the less you say, (laughs) the less you say, the better. Why are you doing this to yourself? Oh, so it seems like Garcelle clearly doesn't believe Erica. Now, I don't know about the rest of the girls. I think they're just trying to stay out of it. I think when it comes to this situation, I would stay out of it as well. I think Christelle's dipping her toe a little bit too much into it and uh, needs to kind of back off because I know you want to know information and that's fine. And you want to hear Erica feel remorse and whatever the case is. But when it comes to this lawsuit thing, I don't know. I, I would be a little nervous even bringing it up or even, but hey, I'm getting, we're getting juicy details from Erica apparently. So. Maybe that's not a bad thing. Anyway, so Sutton and Diana have brunch together, which means they can bond. So Diana didn't really have the best impression of Sutton. So I think this bonding between the two ladies was a good thing. And it was nice to also hear more about Diana's background and where she when she grew when she grew up really, really poor. And I'm beginning to really like her personality she's very blunt she's very honest she doesn't take any bs and she's she seems very real and authentic i don't think she's trying to put this on for the show i don't have a lot of superpowers guys but there's one thing i feel like i can do is have a good judge of character of people Uh, and my judge of character of diana is that this is who she is she's one of those people like this is who she is take it or leave it but it may not be everyone's cup of tea because she may come across a little bit uh too nouveau rich nouveau riche for everybody. And she admits it. She's like, I'm Nouveau riche. I wasn't born rich, I was married into it. I know who I know who I am. So I know that I have all this money and I like to spend it the way I want. And like she doesn't care. She does not care. And I appreciate that. She's she's coming off fun and interesting. And the same thing goes for Sutton. I think when I first saw her, I liked at first I was like, this girl's so rich it's ridiculous (laughs) and she didn't really flaunt it so much but she showed um the first episode she was on before she became an actual housewife i think she was just a friend and she was with lisa rita renna and she was in the house of dolce and gabbana i think it was and i was like what that's crazy i don't know if it was the house of dolce and gabbana or she was in some store indulging event. I don't know what it was, but she had access to all this stuff. I didn't realize she owned a store at the time. So, anyway, it just seemed like it's so over the top, and come to realize, no, she. This is who she is, and you get you get her personality is a little bit. What do you call that? Also, really, I wouldn't say blunt. I guess also really blunt as well, but I don't think she really thinks before she speaks. Sutton's a one person. I can say definitely doesn't think before she speaks which is kind of endearing in a funny way it's kind of like oh sutton come on girl like you can't you gotta watch what you say but some people might find that a turn off so i don't know anyway let's continue on so crystal finally comes over she is at kyle's place and talks with garcelle kyle dorit lisa and erica she mentions again about last year how the focus was on the word violate so she's been holding the sand this whole time where she felt as though the group wasn't recognizing the situation that at hand, but rather was defending Sutton because she, they felt that Crystal was using the word violate and it was a harsher word than what she should have used. And she says, she doesn't like the fact when she's being told what words to use So Crystal then says she didn't feel safe around the girls the other night, which was a pretty strong statement. And the girls wanted clarification on that. And she says she didn't feel like her emotions are safe. So Kyle apologizes to her and says that she wants to fix things and was sorry that Crystal didn't feel heard. And Garcelle mentions that Kyle is a fixer and a stir, which is true. But Garcelle, you're kind of bordering on that as well. So let's not act like she's the only one doing it. Um, So then Garcelle then says to Crystal that because of the space she and Sutton were in, that no matter what Sutton said, like the sky is blue, that Crystal would have said, are you that girl? So before I continue on, I'm noticing with Crystal that she's, I don't think she notices this, but she's kind of hyperbolic in the way she speaks. So she'll say things like violate, you've violated me, or I'm not in a safe space. And they'll be like, what are you talking about? She's like, with my emotions. Okay. That's not the same thing. Like you can't say, I don't feel safe around you and then say, well, my emotions don't feel safe. Okay. Well, when you say you don't feel safe around people, that means that you think that they might be violent towards you or that you're in danger you're using a very harsh way of speaking and I'm noticing this about her and I love Crystal Crystal's like one of my favorite housewives on the Beverly Hills because I think because we're around the same age well I think we're the same exactly the same age we were born the same year and I really do like her but the problem I have is that I, I could see why the girls are like what are you talking about like you're saying the word violate, when in fact that's kind of harsh. And the more I think about it, it's true. It is a pretty harsh word to use. And because of those two situations, she then says something else. So not only does she says violate the word, she the word violate. She also says she doesn't feel safe. Then she says after what Garcelle tells her, you know, oh, you, you would have you would have never given Sutton the benefit of the doubt because of the situation space that you guys were in together and crystal then mentions that there were more things that happened beforehand which were very quote unquote dark but she doesn't want to say what happened so everyone's like okay you're gonna get you're gonna make it out to seem that sutton says something so horrible but then you're not going to tell us what happened like why would you even mention it if you're not even going to say what happened? This is ridiculous. So everyone's now confused about like why Crystal is feeling the need to, again, make the situation so much more harsher. But th- at this point, I don't even think they, they, they don't even know what's going on. So now they think the worst case scenario, you're putting something in their mind. And I think Erica made a good point by saying, yeah, but now you're making us think the worst thing possible that Sutton could have said. But that doesn't still convince Crystal to explain what she said. And I had to go back into my memory of that conversation between Sutton and Crystal and Kyle when they're in the kitchen. And the only thing I can remember Sutton saying was that she didn't see race she doesn't see color or something. Now, if that's what Crystal's referring to, that's not, that's not really dark. Okay. That's not very dark. That's not the horrible thing, but you, I think you guys get my point that she does use a lot of hyperbole in her speech and I don't think she realizes it. And when you do that, people will take you at face value. I mean, I, unless there's something off camera that I just don't, like I just didn't see, or maybe if there was something that she said, I just can't remember. But I'm pretty sure if I watched the episode and she says something so bad, I would have been shocked enough to believe. I mean, I would stuck in my mind, and I would have been like, "Oh my gosh, yes, I remember her saying that." But the only, like I said, the only thing I remember her saying is that she didn't see color, and I don't, I don't know how that would be very dark and horrible from her anyway. So. Now, Garcelle gets a phone call from her son, and she finds out her son gets a new job at someone's workplace. And guess whose workplace he's working at? Lisa Vanderpump. Now, I think the reason why Garcelle put that in there is my feeling is that Garcelle's son, Oliver, is going to be on Vanderpump Rules. I'm assuming that's the case because why would they randomly mention that and why would garcelle's son randomly work for lisa vanderpump like it just seems way too fixed in there so and he called her right when he was on the show and so i guess they have to kind of fit that in there so i have a feeling he might be on the show if he's on the show that would just be ridiculous they should put him on the show why not right um so when the girls heard at Lisa Vanderpump, when Lisa Vanderpump's name, and said her uh, Garcelle said her son was working for him, everybody uh, just like went out of the room and was just like, "Oh my gosh, Lisa! As if LVP is not that bad. Why does everyone hate LVP? I miss her on the show. She's OG man." Um. So Dorit. Next scene is Dorit discusses her PTSD with and her triggers with her husband PK. And he suggests that he takes the girls to um, Mexico so they can have some time away from the house and she can just go away. I mean, they literally weren't La to, but I guess you're still in California. So they told her to go to a different country and he seems to really want to make sure she's okay. I don't know. He seems very calm with this whole situation. Am I being, maybe he's trying to be strong. I don't know, man gosh, the internet can really make you believe certain things. Because once I saw those comments about what if PK set it up? And I was like, oh my gosh, don't put that. I already put that in my mind for a split second. But then I ended up like stopping myself. I'm like, no way her husband would do this. Oh my goodness. But now I can't get it out of my mind. Gosh, internet, you suck. Ugh. Anyway, so Le- next scene is Lisa talks about her mom, Lois, who had a stroke and going into hospice, um, which is so sad because uh, if you've watched uh, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with when Lisa kind of first started on the show, I forgot which season she started. I think it was like five or six or something. And Lois would also make an appearance. So we'd always see Mama Lois, <clears throat> excuse me. We'd also see Mama Lois on there. Um, so we do know that Lois does pass away due to the internet, but at this point, of course, this is filmed before her passing. And of course, when you're in hospice, it's literally just a matter of time before the person is going to leave this earth. And I can only, I can only just imagine how Lisa must be feeling just losing her mom, but to be there while she's passing, I think it's probably the best case scenario for both of them. I think if I had children and, um, I was ready to go, the best thing for me would be their faces would be the last face I'd want to see. So to be able to go with your family around you, to me, I think it's the best case scenario to, to leave this earth. So, um, I think it's, it also gives people enough time to kind of grieve before the passing so you because you know it's coming it's going to come soon so you have an early start as to it's, it's just a matter of time I just I'm already kind of mourning the fact that you're going to be gone as opposed to people who die suddenly and you don't even have a chance it's it's a whole different ball game so um I just hope you know that she did pass uh, very, um, what is the word I'm trying to say? It, uh, easily, I guess. Does that make sense? This is a word I'm missing that I wanted to say, but quietly and peacefully. That's the word peacefully. She's Louise. And I'm not even going to edit this out. You're just going to see how horrible I am in English. So she passed away peacefully and, um, with her family all right, so now we get to we're at Sutton's store party. Uh everyone was there except Erica because we all know why her and Erica don't get along, blah blah blah. And Erica talks about that. She's like, I'm not going to a party. She doesn't even like me. I don't like her. And she told her to F off. Blah 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 blah. Okay, we get it. You guys hate each other. So Sutton's guest of honor, who is a French designer from Paris. Um, this is my favorite part. He mentions his apartment is okay. Sutton Sutton mentioned that this French designer not only designs clothes, but he also designed his own apartment, which she said looks amazing, the one in Paris. And Diana casually just mentions that her house in London was designed by Giorgio Armani. And prior to that, it was designed by Fendi. Girl, how rich are you? Like, what is happening right now? I I just love it. She's like, oh, yes, my house in London. It's... um... It's just uh, designed by Giorgio Armani. Before that, it was Fendi. I was in a Fendi phase and now I'm in a Giorgio Armani phase. Oh my Lord, oh my gosh. She does not care. Oh God, can I be friends with her? Jeez, she's amazing, she's awesome. I couldn't be that, if I had that much money, I don't know why I would feel so much anxiety talking about stuff like this. Like some people don't care. And even people who are not rich, like they don't care. They talk about money, like it's nothing. For me, I don't even have money and I I don't even like talking about it. I don't know what it is. I just feel like it's not, I won't say it's not classy. It just feels uncomfortable for me to talk about money. It just feels like something you shouldn't be talking about so much. but I don't like to tell people, like if some people were like, how much are your glasses, my sunglasses, which is probably one of the only expensive things on my face. Um, and I can't, like, I don't want to, I don't want to tell people how much I spent on it. I'd be like, oh, mm, I spent money on it. But if I'm, but if I buy like a $20 t-shirt, then I'll tell you. <laughs> so I'll tell you anything that's inexpensive, but if I don't mention the price of something, it probably means that it, it's a little bit more expensive. I love how I don't have money, but I've enough money to buy a pair of designer sunglasses. (laughs) Oh God, this is probably why I'm poor. Um, Mind you, my designer sunglasses, they actually last me for the long, anything I buy that's expensive, it lasts me way longer. I bought, this is, I'm not bragging by any, by any means, but when I um, was younger, uh, about 10, 12 years ago, I bought, I remember buying longer, like 15 years ago, I bought my first pair of designer sunglasses. It was like Chanel glasses that I bought and they lasted me for 10 years. Okay. So Sungla- I never lost them because I knew they were expensive. So I was like, I don't want to lose these. I'm going to make sure I keep them everywhere I go. And like, I kept them in the, in a little packet, like a little, um, case, Everywhere I went, I made sure I didn't lose them and I never did, never lost. The only reason why I ended up getting new glasses was because those ones were getting really scratched up and the style was also <laughs> I'm not really, I didn't like them on my face anymore. But um, yeah, I think uh, with Miss uh, Diana, again, one of my, now she's becoming one of my favorite housewives. She just has this sense of I don't care (laughs) I'm gonna say what I want do what I want but I'm glad because being on the show if she was too quiet I think you know what why are you on the show if you're not going to discuss the money so I'm she actually fits the role of the housewife on the show just because she's so open about her life and open about you know what she does what she spends and all that stuff. Like I love that. So she's good for the show. I wouldn't be good for the show because I'd be the one to be like, mm, I can't tell you. Mm, I can't tell you. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to say anything because I just feel awkward talking about spending a lot of money. So I think she's 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 perfect. And I love how she again in the in the hotel she gets a bunch of people to um, her people I should say not a bunch. It's her people to go to the hotels and look at everything and make sure everything's set up before she arrives. So they get there a few hours before her to make sure it's everything's okay so when she gets in, she doesn't have to do anything. And I'm like, oh, that's that's so smart. I, I, if I had money, I'd be doing that too, but I don't. So <laughs> live vicariously through these guys. All right. Um, so Garcelle tells... Sutton that Crystal alluded to something that could possibly change their dynamic as friends. I think she met her and Sutton, Garcelle and Sutton. I think they meant, I think she met her herself, Garcelle and Sutton. Yes. Okay. I hope that made sense. And I, again, was trying to think while watching this episode, I was like, what could she have said that was like, friendship ending and i can't for the life of me and i don't want to go back because i don't want to ruin it i kind of want to wait for the surprise because maybe it's some again Maybe was something that was off camera that we didn't even hear she said and then all of a sudden you know crystal is gonna bring a bombshell but i'm hard to believe because even kyle was like i was there and there was nothing that she said that was friendship ending so crystal and kyle then confront crystal again about what she meant regarding what Sutton said and Kyle said Sutton didn't say anything that was oh my god horrible but Crystal mentioned that it wouldn't affect her as much as it would only affect her and Garcelle so now we're like all right it has to do with race and again the only thing I can think of is that she doesn't see color so Garcelle mentions that now she's thinking the worst thing but Crystal still won't say anything so the rest of the ladies join Garcelle, Crystal and and Kyle on the couch and they bring it up the convo again so they're all up to date and sutton now wants to drop it and kyle says well it wasn't even that bad and crystal then says it's a forgivable thing so now Carcel's confused she's like i thought you said you used the word dark because that's a very strong word don't use the word dark if it's something that's forgivable and she's completely right this is where i would totally agree with garcelle is that you can't say oh, what this person said was so dark. Okay, unless she says, I hate Black people, like, I don't understand what she said that was so bad. That was, you consider it dark. And that's, when I think of dark, I think of unforgivable. I think I can't be friends with you anymore. Does she say the N word? Like, that's when I would go to use that word. And this is where my point is. It's like, Crystal, you're a little bit too hyperbolic when it comes to your words and you need to, like explain yourself when you're saying something, because if it's a forgivable offense, why are we even having this discussion in the first place? It just doesn't make any sense. The whole conversation. I think she was just trying to throw the attention off of her, and then putting it onto Sutton, throw her under the bus. So, and I think Sutton wanted it dropped because now she's freaking out. Considering the situation may pertain to race, she doesn't. She doesn't know. Maybe she might. Kyle made a point, made a really good point by saying sudden probably wants to drop it because she doesn't remember what she said and it could she's probably freaking out that it could be something that was bad but kyle was like it's i don't there was nothing bad so and i'm with kyle on this one unless i'm missing something watch it be something so horrible and i'm like how did i miss this (laughs) this is gonna happen watch next episode i'm gonna be like wait she said that hey am i gonna go back and watch the episode they'll probably do a little replay of that or it was off camera if it's off camera it's not my fault i don't remember if it was on camera and it was really bad then yeah in that case i'm horrible and i can't believe i forgot and maybe because the whole situation with erica overpowered what happened so that could possibly be the case so crystal then gets defensive, gets very defensive to garcelle saying her to her that she's now policing her words crystal you need someone to police your words I love you. And you're one of my favorite housewives on this show. But yeah, you need to police your words. You need to focus on how you're going to explain things and not be so hyperbolic about it. And that way, and take the criticism. I don't think she likes to hear her when she's wrong. She just likes to say, it's my feelings. It's my truth. It's my... First of all, I hate my truth. That's stupid. Nobody cares. That's your opinion. There's a difference, not your truth. Your your truth doesn't make sense. There's one truth, your opinion. That's it. But the truth is (laughs) that's a pretty strong word. And again, you could say that it is not a strong word and that could just be an opinion. My opinion, her opinion may be different, but if the consensus of the group and doesn't mean like everyone would be right, but you gotta think about it. Be like, maybe I am using words that are a little bit too strong and too exaggeratory that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, being too hyperbolic with my words. Like maybe I need to pull back and, and think about what words I should use. And when I'm describing something, I have no idea, but it doesn't sound like she likes to be told that she's wrong. So anyway, uh, at the end of that whole situation, we see Derek goes to therapy. And uh, I think she's kind of with, like, not a hip- hypnosis, but somebody who it, it seemed kind of hip hypnosis type thing, but um, it wasn't. She was telling her to go back into that same place that she was before um, when the situa- situation happened and then leading up to the situation and then what's the worst thing that could have happened. I think kind of put her in like a space where she can kind of release what she's been thinking this whole time, which is about how he could have killed her and then go into the room and killed both her children. That breaks my heart. And she was, she's so distraught and I don't know, there's something, I can't. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. I can't say anything right now because now I'm just making scenarios up in my mind and I'm not going to do it. So let's go into the drama that's happening on real time with regards to The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, On the social media. My favorite. I love going on social media and seeing all the drama's happening. This one's on page six, my favorite website because page six has everything. So now if you don't know what happened last time on my podcast or even what's going on social media with regards to Lisa Renna and um, Kathy Hilton, I think that was not the last, I think it was episode two podcast that I talked about apparently Kathy Hilton saying something racist and homophobic and Lisa outed her and said, you're just like your children, you're racist and homophobic and my whole thing was that a it's lisa i don't believe everything she says the b um why are we expecting celebrities to be perfect because that's ridiculous i don't have any high expectations with any of these ladies like my expectation's so low but it is fun it's entertaining and entertainment for me obviously but um i don't get mad when people say racist things i just don't hang out with them that's all um but here is some new insight about it. So the person that apparently this happened to, his name is Patrick Somers or Somers or so- Somers. Anyway, he is the assistant to Kathy Hilton. And he said that actually this is not true. And Lisa Renna made this up. So marketing manager claims Lisa Rena's guilty of concocting feud with Kathy Hilton. All right, we're going to read this and we're going to like together. I haven't actually read this yet, so this is going to be interesting. So the saga continues. Marketing manager Mac- Patrick Somers claims that he and Lisa Renna are responsible for concocting the latter's present feud with Kathy Hilton. What was put in front of you was all manufactured in hopes of pushing Rinna's storyline for next season, Somer alleges. And Monday's Instagram video refuting previous claims that Hilton paid him to go after Rinna on social media. It's not true. Kathy Hilton did not have any involvement. I didn't think she did. I feel like Kathy, Kathy Hilton is a Hilton. She's so rich. Why would she concoct this? This is stupid. She's like, I gotta have for this. I'm too rich for this shit. Yeah, she. I didn't think she concocted anything, but I don't know. I didn't think, I wouldn't put it past anyone to say anything that was inappropriate. Um, or even insulting. Like, I don't, I don't think anyone is above that, but I don't think she would concoct a story for the show because Kathy Hilton's not, doesn't care about the show. <laughs> like she is so rich. She doesn't care. Um, and she's a Hilton. Her last name's very famous. People know who she is. They know her daughter. They know her husband. They know her, like her other daughter, like she's, she's already kind of was famous before this. So not and and through her daughter basically, but um, yeah, so I, I don't know why anyone would believe that Kathy Hilton would concoct anything, but again, just to reiterate, I wouldn't think that anyone is above being racist or homophobic. There's nobody's above that shit. Like, You can find that with anybody, no matter how much money you have, how much money you don't have. That's just, you know, that's just a personality character development thing. Um, or lack of character and lack of development. Uh, so he further alleged it was strictly me and Lisa who concocted this plan. It was just went south really fast. And so did our friendship. We're no longer friends. But sources close to Ren exclusively assure page six that she does not know Somers. Somers. I'm going to Somers. It's S-O-M-E-R-S. How do you pronounce that? Somers? We're going to go with Somers just so I can keep it consistent. Rena said as much as her Instagram story hours before Somers uploaded his video message, okay, bravo detectives, find out who is Pat, who this Patrick is. He's fake, allegedly, and who hired him to take attention off the DMs of mine that came out for the record, it wasn't me. I don't know this guy. It's all lies. And I want this exposed. Please. I don't know who to believe. I don't know who the Somers guy is. So I don't believe him. And I don't believe Lisa. I don't know who to believe at this point about this story. Um, this is so weird. Okay. So Rinna implored her followers to look into the matter. You are the best detectives out there. Why don't you do your own damn work? <laughs> Just getting other people to do it for her. People will do anything for their celebrity people they are in love with. It's crazy. I would not do, I would be like, I got no time for this, honey. But other people have time, apparently. Uh, she says, you are the best detectives out there. She continued, so do your due diligence. Time to clear my name of all this BS. A rep for the actress didn't immediately return our request for comment. Meanwhile, insiders have also said, page six, that Hilton has never had any involvement professional or otherwise with Somers. Okay, so he said that he was with that he worked with Kathy Hilton. I'm pretty sure that's what he said, right? Okay, so last week, Rena58 posted, then deleted screenshots of Instagram direct message purportedly sent between Bravo fan account, Your Moms Are Watching, and Somers that suggested Hilton63 offered him financial comp- compensation to plant negative stories about the Rena Beauty founder. Okay. Wait, screenshots of Instagram direct messages reportedly sent between Bravo fan account and Somers. I suggest Kathy Hilton. Okay. And then I have tea. I just would with Patrick Somer, that kid that sent Renna a text last week threatening her. That's what the initial post from your moms are watching. That's what the name of the Instagram page is called. Rina then posted the text and the kid posted Rina's number and it became a big thing. Well, he just admitted to me, Kathy Hilton paid him to do this. Turns out he made everything up just to divert the focus from the fact that Rina was calling out Kathy for the slurs she made in Aspen. Okay, now I get it. I think I totally got the story wrong. I thought this kid was the one that was in Aspen that made the slurs for uh, in front, like that she made the slurs towards But it looks as though Kathy Hilton paid him to divert the focus and make it about Lisa or something or concocted and make Lisa look like she's crazy. Lord have mercy, the story is giving me a headache. I can't even write (laughs) it It's so confusing. Am I just slow? Maybe I'm just slow. I'm going to go with the fact that I'm just not very bright. Okay. The fan account then posted the message the messages in which Somers allegedly claimed that the name of the Real housewife, of Beverly Hills star who hired him rhymes with Milton and that he was, quote unquote, given one job to pull attention away from my client. I did that. I was given a couple of specifics. To make sure I hit our marketing strategy. After the supposed expose, Somers released a statement describing the job he was allegedly tasked with and claimed that Hilton cut him a fat paycheck for his services. My latest assignment was executed against Elisa Renna. I never revealed a client's personal information for my ND, as per my NDA agreement. Clearly, you don't care about your NDA agreement because you just fully went on Instagram live and did a whole thing. People will do anything to be famous. Jeez, Louise. My latest car marketing campaign was to draw attention away from my clients. That's exactly what I did. All narratives associated with my latest campaign were false. I was compensated twenty seven thousand dollars for my work. He concluded, Wow, you just Again, people just shelling out money amount. I cannot tell, I wouldn't be able to tell people how much I got paid if I did this. I would never do it. But just saying, I just couldn't. Wow. He concluded, and frankly, I've never met Lisa Renna. What? First of all, it wasn't even 27,000. I just gave an average 27,500 to 527. God, I can't even speak. 27,000 thousand five hundred and twenty seven dollars and seventy two cents that's very very specific why who gives that much of specific amount of money this is why it's not making any sense to me no one no one gives us like an amount of money like to the to the set why 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 not just 70 27.5 thousand dollars like why why does it have to be the specific dollar amount to the T. Like this is weird. I don't know. This guy sounds like he's full of mess. And he says he never met Lisa, but then apparently he's saying that Lee did concoct this with Lisa. Okay, so disassociating from Le- Renna was part of the plan. Somers alleges, despite his more recent claim that they've known each other since October, 2020. Okay. So now we know that he lied about that and he lied about that. Okay, so who knows what else he's like? We don't know if anything this guy's saying is true. He could just be some crazy person making things up. So we developed personal relationships, Somer said on Monday. Really, this tale is a tale of two friends that got together that had no idea what they were doing and wanted to stir some drama up. Well, it looks like y'all did the good job because <laughs> no one's talking about. The alleged slurs now anymore. They're now talking about this situation. As their alleged plan crumbled, Lisa posted Somers' phone number online, and Somers quickly ret- retaliated by sharing Rena's. Okay, so if they didn't know each other, how do they have each other's phone numbers So he's actually telling the truth on that because Lisa, how do you have his number then? This makes no sense. You say you don't know him, but then you have his number and you shared it on Insta- and you shared it on social media make it make sense. It's not making sense here, guys. Things aren't adding up. Lisa's a liar. This guy could be a liar. We don't know who's lying. All right, let's get back to this article. Gosh, I do not like page six's uh, website. It's kind of annoying, to be honest. Okay. What the heck? Okay. So what I didn't know in our plan was she was actually going to expose my real phone number. It was never supposed to be my real number. Excuse me. (laughs) That's not getting edited out, guys. Jeez Louise. And I think that's what people need to understand. So yes, I released her phone number. That was her real number. I thought he was going to blur out my number and just post a text message in hopes that people would think people would then link it to Kathy Hilton because she is a legend alleging that Kathy said some not so, re, not so nice remarks. And that was going to fuel her storyline for next season. Okay. So she, he thought she was going to put a fake number out there, but she ended up putting her, his real number. Gosh, back in February, Radar, line, Radar Online reported that Hilton had a meltdown during the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast trip to Aston, Colorado in January. It wasn't long before Bravo fans began speculating that the off-camera incident involved Hilton's alleged, alleged use, use of the, of a gay slur. Renna and co-star Erica Jane are rumored to have instigated the gossip. Castmate Sutton Strack subsequently denied Hilton use, used a gay slur while Talking about her employee, Joshua Roberts. Okay, so that's the guy she was referring to. When I saw what when I saw that about Josh, that's going to make me not happy because untruths need to be squashed, said Sutton. Exclusively told page six last month, and no one ever said that. Josh was not even in Aspen. This was ridiculous. Real Housewives airs on Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Bravo. Okay one thing that's giving me the vibe that this did not happen is just because Sutton, I don't see Sutton lying about this. She's, she's, she would come out and say, yes, this really did happen. Uh, one thing, this is the thing about people who like to not keep their mouth shut and they don't think before they speak those people. This is why I kind of like people who don't think before they speak because they're telling the truth most times. When people just word vomit. Normally they're just, they they can't help themselves but they're like they don't think before they speak so they just tell the truth and this is why Sutton is someone who is a word vomiter. <laughs> she just says things and she's hasn't shown any time on the sh- she hasn't shown at any point during the show that she's been a liar i haven't seen any moments like that lisa yes i've seen it this guy patrick don't know you at all, just don't even know any of these ladies for real. But I mean, I've never, he's just a rando. So who knows what this guy's saying, but I can see why he'd want to clear his name just because his phone number was out there. So he seems to be telling a little bit also of the truth that this is all concocted by him and Lisa. I can see Lisa doing this. It just seems like that's the case. We don't know everything for sure. Sutton could also be saying that didn't happen. Maybe she wasn't even there. Maybe, you know, Hilton, Kathy really did say a, a slur. But for now, in my book, people are usually innocent till proven guilty. And if you don't have proof of this happening, and if her assistant hasn't come forward and said, yes, this has happened, then I do not think we should go off of thinking Kathy as saying, you know, gay slurs randomly all the time so um or even in this situation in aspen let's just take it just let's say if it's like a one-time thing even if it like was that still be really bad but at the same time i'm pretty sure this guy joshua roberts would have came forward already and said yeah this did happen i can't um maybe you know i don't know i would have assumed so but i think he's smart to not say anything and kathy's smart to not say anything she hasn't said anything i think she's just at this point um Trying to hope the story will go away, and i have trying to. She's also seems like she's trying to go above it all. If it's not true, let's just say it's not true. Then I don't know. As somebody, you don't want to be labeled as a homophobe or a racist. Those those are very damaging words, and it can ruin someone's reputation. And if you're just saying it just to make a storyline, Lisa, you are a horrible person. I'm going to say that right now because you can't be telling saying that about people, if you're making this stuff up, let's just say she is, I'm going to say she's a horrible person. If she's not making it up, well, then I take it back. You're not a horrible person. And then I would say to Kathy, you're a horrible person. But for now, we don't know who's telling the truth and who's not. So I'm pretty sure the story will continue to unfold. And I'm pretty sure that Kathy Hilton's waiting to go to the reunion and literally tell off Lisa Renna and possibly make sure that she gets what's coming to her and prove her innocence or it could happen that she thinks she can prove her innocence and then lisa ends up basically you know calling her out and has proof that this happened and then she'll bring joshua out and joshua will come on the show and he will say it happened and blah, blah blah anyway i don't know we'll see what happens for now, I'm not labeling anyone anything because it's unfair until we have more proof of what's going on because labels are dangerous, guys, okay? You don't want to give horrible, mean labels like that to people because it's it's damaging to their reputation. So be careful of just calling anyone racist or anyone overvoke. All right. Well, that's the only story that I want to go through regarding what's going on um, on the social media real-time situation. But other than that, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I'm excited to see what happened. Episode five, we're finally going to find out what Sutton said that was so quote unquote dark. What was so dark? What was it? What was so horrible? I'm gosh, Crystal. I love you, girl, but geez Louise, man, you got it. You got to change your way of way of using certain words you just can't, you just can't just throw stuff out there and make people think that it's worse than it actually is. Anyway. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Can't wait to uh, talk to you guys again and take care of yourselves. Love you. Bye.